This is The Jolt with Larry Flick on Sirius XMLQ. One minute past the hour on this Tuesday morning, July 28th. I'm Larry Flick. You're listening to The Jolt on Sirius XM LQ. We'll be back to the 80s era music in just a little bit. We are joined right now, very exciting, by the um, the legendary choreographer, director, Kenny Ortega. You know him from his... Uh, his award-winning work uh, at the helm of High School Musical. The High School Musicals, I should say. One, two, and three. Uh, he has worked with Michael Jackson. And he has this very fun new production that is uh, premiering on the Disney Channel this Friday. It's called Descendants. And it's a really, really cool premise. What would happen if um, the teen offspring of uh, a whole bunch of Disney villains suddenly came to life. What what, what, what would happen? Well, Kenny knows. Hi. <laughs> it's good to see you. It's good. It's good to see you. Thank I was you. telling I was telling Kenny before we turned the mics on that I was watching this yesterday and I thought it was so much fun. Yeah. It's one of those things that an old dog like me can get completely <laughs> wrapped up in because it's just playful. You know what I mean? It doesn't. It doesn't talk to kids, even though it's very, very kid friendly. Um, it has enough n- nostalgia, mm. so that the characters that you know parents and grown ups grew up with can kind of you know reminisce about. And we all want to know what happened next. So this is sort of a yeah. sort of a what happened next. It is. It's uh, about twenty years after Happily Ever After. I would say. Yeah. So. Um, it's a it's a neat idea. How was it? How was the idea born? It was born, you know, uh, from uh, Gary Marsh from the Disney Channel and our incredible writers, uh, Sarah Perriott and Josan McGibbon. And I was uh, the fortunate one that uh, that was given the script to read, and and I jumped on it. I mean, I grew up. I'm one of those guys that grew up with, you know, the Disney animations and and uh, to suddenly find myself, you know, being invited to to participate with these characters, you know, that Walt himself was a part of creating mm. and and to be able to be a part of developing brand new the offspring, you know, of Maleficent, the Cruella DeVille, the evil yeah. queen of Jafar. I mean, what what fun, of course. And it's live action. Yes. So so it gives you the the opportunity to to you know, really climb into the physical embodiment of these characters in a way that you couldn't if you were doing animation, because then you're kind of, I don't want to say you're at the mercy of a lot of people, but it's far more of a communal effort, right? <laughs> yeah. When you're when you're when you're helming a live action movie, you can kind of say, I see this kind of woman, this kind of young man, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But what I really like about this movie, and it's the thing I like a lot about your work in general, what I think made High School Musical really pop is that you're not afraid of what people would call corny, mm. but you know how to find the soul in it. How do you, how, how, what do you see, what do you look for in a script? Oh, wow, good questions, and thank you. Uh, I, oh, what, 
what can be brought to life by you know imaginative, brave young people, and 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 uh, I and I also I, I, you know I like what lives at the center of an idea, you mm-hmm. know that will that, that 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 gets you up in the morning and gives you something to go out there and you know work for, and I think the themes that live in the center of this movie are strong, and the characters you know are worthy of going out and spending five months finding brilliant young people, uh, um, you know to play. And, and, and I would think that, you know, that, that spirit in, and that soul that you're talking about, um, I think comes too from the way that I like to work uh, in, with these movies. And that is, you know, to get out of the way, you know, to bring in young people that are brave and that are going to bring something to the party every day and that become your partners. Um, and, and so you allow them to have a voice and a participation in the development of the work. And I think it makes it truer and, and, and it makes it more soulful. What's interesting about this piece is that, that, that I thought was made for an interesting assignment for you because what I, what I thought about also was cool about high school musical, the musicals, is that it, it, it invested in the idea that kids can be good. You don't mm-hmm. have to be edgy, right? Edgy doesn't always equal cool. Good can equal cool. But here you have these characters who are the spawn of edgy, dark characters. And yet, it's still a very positive piece. Mm. So when, you, when you're when you looking at the script, um, what's, what, you're, 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 what, are, what are you pulling out that that can almost, I don't want to say be role, uh, model, role model-like for kids, but that can promote the idea of being good because that is a consistent theme in your work that it's okay to be good you know i just think that we're in charge of our own destiny i've discovered that along the way i've discovered that along my own path you know that i came from very simple beginnings and and i didn't have a real strong understanding of the course that i was setting out on and and so choices became really important you know the choice who to listen to who to be guided by, um, uh, and 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 I think that uh, that all of us have a, a good inside, and that um, that if we listen and we dig deeply enough, sometimes that that we're going to make those decisions that are going to lead us, you know, on, on a right path, on the right path, and. I liked that. I liked that this story was about young people that haven't necessarily been brought up, you know, with a lot of light around them, with a, a lot of you know p- positive thinkers around them. Which is far more relatable than yeah. anyone is willing to admit. Sometimes. Well, it is very relatable. I thought it was. That's what I fell in love with. Was that I, I think that there are kids out there that that uh, regardless of you know where they come from or who uh, um what what environment they've grown up in know what this is yeah you know it, it's it's less it, it's 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 more difficult to relate to the person that can do hocus pocus and it's a, and it's and it's easier i think to relate to kids that have you know real issues that they're dealing with and and questions and choices that they have to make very very interesting again that's Kenny Ortega joining us here on the jolt the movie we're talking about descendants premieres on the Disney Channel Friday. Um, you started out, um, we, we know you, and let me, let, me, let me fix that. We know you first as a choreographer. Mm. When did you, when, when, you were, when you were working as a choreographer, was, was this your ultimate destination? Were you dreaming of eventually moving bodies in a different way on camera? Oh, you know, my hero was Gene Kelly, or certainly one of them. Mm-hmm. I have many heroes. Um, 
and and I loved that he was a director and choreographer and um, and I was very fortunate in my life to end up uh, um, becoming his friend and after Xanadu and and Jean um, you know really gave me an education and helped me to come to understand you know his method for designing choreography for camera and um, yeah I just I I wanted I wanted to follow you know in those footsteps and. Uh, and uh, you know, grew up watching those movies and Singing in the Rain and American in Paris, all those great you know old golden era Hollywood musicals. And you know, for a while there, you know, things that, uh, wondered if I'd ever get a chance to like you know play in 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 that area in that arena. And I'm so grateful to the Disney Channel, you know, of their the sort it's of the a good confidence. Marriage. Yeah, the confidence that they had that there yeah. was an audience out there for this kind of material, that music and dance could drive story, and that that there was an audience that would embrace that. My goodness, I mean, it's given me something that for a long while I thought I might never be able to enjoy. But what is it about music and and dance and and just physical movement that uh. that you start? Why is it that you started there? I mean. You're describing something that could have easily uh, been born in traditional acting. Okay. Right? I mean, but okay. you started in movement. That's a different, it's very, that's unorthodox. You know, when I was a kid, I, 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 my mom and dad loved to dance. And, and so, you know, here we're talking about parents and mm -hmm. growing up and choices that we make, right? I remember being three years old, sitting on the living room sofa, watching my mother and father dance to a vinyl, you know, put a record on the turntable and, and that he would swing dance and mambo and cha-cha and, and that he would dip her and whirl her and she was laughing and they were smiling and this impacted me. You know, as a child, I mean, it was like I could barely talk, but yet the, there was a language that was happening in front of me that said, this is it. This is what it's about. You know, this is fun. This is happiness. This is love. This is life. This is good. And I think I grabbed hold of that, and I found it very attractive, and I wanted to be a part of it. And they figured that out early, and they put me in a dancing school, and I thrived. Mm. And it became a part of my language, I guess. It's, yeah. So, um, do you when you when you're directing? Mm -hmm. Do you do you first relate to your your company on a physical hmm. level because because dance is very athletic and so much of the you know I mean it's it's a very interesting way of of communication. Mm -hmm. Do you do you first kind of when you let me let me, let me rephrase that when you when you're deciding who you're going to cast mm -hmm. right? Are you thinking? Uh, are you looking at how their body moves or the sounds coming out of that? Oh, good. These are I love these questions Thank because you. they're important in my process. Yeah. And and uh, and my answer to that is that I put these young people through a process where I'm able to examine all of these aspects of mm -hmm. them: the physical, the intellectual, uh, um, the emotional. Um, you know, uh, and 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 learn about the sort of totality of an individual before I'm stepping into the ring, you know, in, in, into the arena to work with them. Um, you get you get three weeks of rehearsal, you know, and you shoot these movies in about, you know, 30 days. And so what you want to do is you want to step in, 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 into the beginning of this with partners, you know, people that you feel are going to really bring something and on all levels. And so, you know, uh, uh, I've been asked, you know, do you look for someone who can dance and sing first and then, you know, hopefully they can act? No, I, I look for it all. 
And what I'm really looking for at the end of it all is, is, is courage. A person who's going to be fearless, who's going to come in there and not be afraid of falling, not be afraid of embarrassing themselves, and, and to take a stretch and take a leap, you know, to get to the end result and find something interesting. And, and yes, it will be physical, it will be musical, it will be emotional, and it will, yeah, all of it. Because if you can, if you can, if you can be brave and immerse yourself in the emotion of what has to happen, the technical part kind of works itself out, yes. doesn't it? Yes. And if it's yeah. not exactly the full step or whatever, yeah. I don't think anyone notices. Yeah, and there's there's more than one route to 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 an end result to get yeah. to getting somewhere for a character for an actor to reach a place with their character. You know, there's the physical part of that. There's the emotional part of that. There's the intellectual part of that, right? So we talk about all of that. We play with all of that. We mm. exercise in all of those areas. Very interesting. Again, that's Kenny Ortega joining us here on The Jolt. Descendants premieres uh, on the Disney Channel on Friday. Um, feels like it's going to happen again. It feels, <laughs> like it's, it feels like the start of a franchise. Oh. Feels like it should have been uh, not on the Disney Channel, but in, in uh, proper cinemas. Um, it's big, isn't it? It's very big. It's very <laughs> visual. I'm glad I got to watch it on a very big screen. Oh, good, yeah. So I got to, you know, because it's, it's it framed very well. Um, you know how to fill a screen. Thank you? you. Thank you. I have a lot of help. Some great partners. But but it's very very. But you but you you're you're very um, lots of lots and lots of. Uh, Full images. Yeah, I had a wonderful partner in Paul Becker, my associate choreographer, and our wonderful choreography team, a brilliant production designer, yeah. Mark Hoffling, who I did all the High School Musical with, yeah. a, a brand new costume designer who I've never worked with before, Carison. How about the costumes? I mean, it's just beautiful. so colorful and, and imagined, and she comes from a, from the world of of, uh, of fashion. And, and brought yet such a theatricality to her ideas. And so, yeah, I, 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 I had a great team. So is this a testing ground for an eventual transition a la High School Musical? I hope so. You know, yeah. I hope so. I mean, we didn't, you know, you, you, it's one at a time. You know, you yeah. just invest yourself, your heart, you know, uh, um, your head into, into making a good piece and that, that you hope will entertain and impact, you know, people. And, and, and then it's up to really, it's up to them. You know, they'll yeah. let you know if they want more. You know, I want to go back to, uh, to what you were saying about the, the visual aspect of it all. Um, you 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 see the do you see the world in bright primary colors? Uh, when I'm reading the script, or when you know just the world in general. Oh, you're just a very you're you're a very <laughs> bright primary color kind of guy. <laughs> well, you know the Isle of the Lost I, I I saw as like dirty candy. Yeah, you know even though it has a little dirt and crust around it, that there's still something sweet that lives inside yeah, yeah, yeah. of it. You know, Oradon was more like a, a like thirty one thirty one flavors ice cream shop exploding. You know, color everywhere. Yeah, you know. Um, so yeah, color was a big, big and but important part of. But this. that's like you in general, isn't yeah. it? Because I'm and and maybe it's because I'm connecting because I'm one of those guys that sees everything in color. Mm-hmm. And and I don't always tell people, but I always see them. And like I see you, you're very royal blue. Mm. Well, you know when I, I know read High School Musical and when I read Descendants. Um, Usually when I say yes to something, it's because it jumps off the page. Mm. It reveals itself to me. And the colors. 
You know, it reveals color to me. Yeah. And it might be just my imagination and my interpretation of what I'm reading. Mostly it isn't, though. Because, you know, when, when you have those first conversations with the authors, they're like, nah, you're the guy. You're the one I want to do this because you get it, you see it, you feel it. So with Descendants, it jumped off the page. It was like fireworks coming off the page for me. It was very vivid, very bright, very colorful. Do you ever have to convince people that kids will get this? Not just this, but get what you're doing. Because I think everyone thinks that kids are so ever so sophisticated. You know, they're little 40-year-olds, according to the media, <laughs> right? And, and I think sometimes they are because we're forcing them to be. And, yeah. and what I like about some of, the, some of your work is that it says, you're smart, but where are you running? Yeah, yeah. Do you ever feel like you have to convince the world that yeah, sure. a little innocence is good? Sure. I do, but not with this company. You know, no, that's, not the, that's the nice thing, and that's why I've been there for 10 years and mm. why I hope that I'll be there for another decade is that I'm having a ball, you know, and, that I, I, and I feel that I have a voice and that, there is, you know, and, and that I'm trusted um, and I feel secure and supported and nurtured, so much wisdom around me. You know, it's a great place to be in. Yeah, one of the things I, I would be remiss if we didn't we didn't talk about for at least a moment was your 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 time with Michael Jackson mm. and and this is it. Mm -hmm. um, watching watching the documentary that ultimately ultimately came was um, was sometimes very very joyful and sometimes heartbreaking. Um, how would you characterize that experience? You just said it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I was on top of the world and every time Michael called me, I'll tell you, every time Michael called me over the years and, and asked me to be a part of something, I always said yes first and then figured out how to make it happen. Mm. Because every experience, my, Michael took me on a journey that left me off somewhere that I had never been before as a creative person and as a human being. He was inspirational. He was such an amazing human being. And I just absolutely loved, you know, being in his company, in his creative company, in his, you know, and, and, and all that he felt for, and you know, and, and, and the reasoning behind wanting to do work. And that was like Gene Kelly used to say to me, you know, uh, there, there needs to be a raison d'etre, a reason for being at the center of the work, or why get up in the morning, you know? And Michael always had a reason for being at the center of doing things. He was such an inspired person, motivated. And this is it was about, you know, that this world still needed these messages put out there and that let's use the stage as a platform, not only to entertain, but to remind people of, vulner of the vulnerability of this planet. Yeah. And, and so, you know, it was, who doesn't want to be a part of something like that? Well, I certainly did. Um, you know, the, the difficult part about it was is that Michael had been through a lot by the time that we started This Is It. But I knew how important this was to him and how much he wanted it to be real. And, and so, you know, I just hung in there with him as best I could, um, despite how difficult it was at times. Did you believe that he could break out from all that was bogging him down? Uh, in the beginning, I wanted to because of his enthusiasm. In the middle, I kind of like... Uh, doubted it and 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 made that clear um, both to him and others and then in the end uh, Michael you know said look I'm gonna take the reins and I'll show you you know don't quit me um, this is important we're gonna do this don't be afraid and 
stepped into the situation there, you know, and just kind of lit up the room, yeah. you know, and all that we knew Michael represented was suddenly like there potentially, you know, and you could feel it and you could sense it and you believed, you wanted to believe it. And unfortunately, um, we all know the end. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was, it was, um, it was a, it was a joyful and difficult experience to yeah. go to. So um, the other thing I wanted to to ask you before I, I let you uh, move on is um, the the word that I've read that you're you're teaming up with Simon Cowell for yeah, a project. Yeah, Delinquents yeah. is the name of the project. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And what can you tell us about that? Well, the bad boy of music, man. This guy has been doing He's a genius, it. Genius. Oh he? my. Absolute Lord. genius. Yeah. Yeah, and then he called me up and told me, you know, he's like, Kenny, I'm a fan and I wanted to work with you. I was like, are you kidding me? This guy has like up, you know, up the whole bar. Uh, well, and and he's been doing it forever. Are you aware of how much he has referenced you and your work in his critiques of artists over the years? I'm not, no. He, he, he constantly references really, your Really, really, yes. well. I mean he, that sincerely. He references you constantly. He is so smart. And he has an amazing team at Psycho yeah. of like these young, smart, you know, uh, 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 creative people. Um, President uh, Adam Milano, who runs the company in L.A. And we have had a ball, man. We've been developing this uh, feature film um, that we're going to do over at Sony. And uh, it's going to be, you know, music driven, uh, not a break into song musical, but, but music driven, uh, dramatic story. And uh, he's a great deal of fun, man. He's just really smart man, inspired, and um, happy to be in his company. Well, I can't wait for you to come back and talk about that. Thank you. When Thank the time you. I'd love right. to. In the meantime, uh, look for Kenny Ortega's handiwork in the movie Descendants, which premieres on the Disney Channel Friday. A pleasure, sir. Thank, Thank you, you for so coming to see much. us. Stick around. There's more to come on The Jolt. <laughs> 